0: Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. Now. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slade's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. Now. Rolls to the right. Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there. Enzo, caught. Touchdown to Cornwallis. Marvin Jones, Joe Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown Detroit Bryant Corn Breadhouse Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Welcome to the Detroit Kool-Aid everybody. How are you doing today? Um This is Mike coming to you today. Uh, Once again, it's another hectic schedule with all the holidays happening right now. And uh, me and Derek, we're uh, flying a little solo this week. So, uh... Hope everybody had a uh, Merry Christmas. You know, uh, enjoying the Hanukkah. Uh, happy Boxing Day if you're listening to us from uh, if you listen to us from uh, the United Kingdom or enjoying Kwanzaa. So uh, once again, as everybody knows, it is here in Michigan and it's been a little warm this week, uh, warmer than usual. So uh, with the weekend coming up, this is my Friday shtick. Everybody knows it's going to be mid 40s here in in uh, Michigan. So uh, this is weather that we like more in mid March and early April than here in December, because heaven knows when uh, we do want it warm, it'll be you know negative ten with you know negative ten wind chill and nobody want to go anywhere, and we'll all be sitting around waiting for the draft to happen. But anyways, um, let's do this. Uh, let's dive into this. If um, anybody wants to touch base on anything, talk about. Uh, what I am discussing today, hit me up on Twitter. It's at DKC. Feel free to call into the uh, call-in line. That number, once again, nine eight nine two seven two three four eight four. 989-272-3484. Once again, 989-272-3484. Um, I know uh, Derek covered the uh, Denver game, but I uh, just wanted to touch base on that just for a second. Once again, as always, I thought the Lions, you know, the guys that were out there played hard. And um, I don't think the team has really given up on Matt Pat yet. I, I realize there's that of younger guys out there looking to get some film down for other teams in case they don't make the roster next year. Because obviously the Lions have played an awful lot of players this year. And with news this week with Jelani Tavai going on the IR, even though there's only one game left, you know, once again just opens up another roster spot that the Lions can bring somebody and look at, you know, give them some time. Um, you know, so. It's just been a long year, and the Lions have one game left, and um, it's like uh, still they're our team. We still root for them. So uh, let's uh, see what we can uh, talk about today, and uh, maybe uh, you know, you know, change some of those coal, some of those lumps of coal that we got this year for Christmas into diamonds. Now, talking to that, uh, I, I know there's a lot you know a lot of guys on the team like you know. We talked about it, real hit or miss. I just want to touch base on maybe a few of the younger guys that are on the team that right now they may maybe look like a little bit of coal, but, you know, after a couple years or so, maybe even next year, a little little bit of a pressure applied to them, they do turn into diamonds. The first one that I really want to talk about on this is probably going to be, as everybody knows, it's uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Everybody that listens to us and has heard me and Derek talk, um, I was not a fan of the pick. I know everybody thinks I hate him. I don't hate him, I just don't like the pick at where they took him. Um, And I know there was a debate early on, Derek thought he was going to have a much bigger season. I thought he was going to run along the lines more of the stats of what he put up. I thought he was going to play all year and still hit those stats. Um, I guess it comes down to it no matter what happened, he has the stats that he has no matter if he was injured or not. But uh, there are a few things I did like about it when I see him out there. I, I do feel he does block pretty well. I, once again, he still needs to adjust to the pro game a little more, some of that speed that he didn't see you know, blocking players at Iowa. But if he can get his hands on somebody and you know, get drive, he, I think he... He's a good drive blocker that way for a tight end. Um, he does run pretty decent routes. I mean, he did have a few drops this year. But, um, and, you know, since the first game, I think with that first game against Arizona, everybody really had these high expectations. Um, and, like I always said, defense has adjusted to him and they were able to take him out of the scheme. Um, And I know Derek had mentioned, I don't think they were actually running plays for him. And it seemed like when they were running plays for him, he was covered. The quarterbacks were trying to force him the ball. And it made me wonder, it's just like, hey, somebody else is open. Let's not just feed it to him just for the sake of feeding it to him. You know, let's be smart about it. You know, get him open. That's where... um, that's where Daryl Bevel needs to come up with uh, routes and plays that get him open. More so than it's like, hey, run an out route, run a seam route. Let's get him the ball. He's the number one option. I'm sure he's going to improve. His numbers will be better next year. You know, Once again, I'm not calling him Tony Gonzalez. You know, I'm, not, I'm not looking for that next year. But I would like to see him improve and, and you know be a key part of this team and the offense. Uh, next guy I want to talk about, one guy I'm really kind of, really soured on this year was Ty Johnson. I know early in the year, before the season started, I thought maybe he'd become the second or third guy on the team. He'd be more productive. Um, he showed flashes here and there, but you know as the year went on it really made me wonder he was like getting skipped on the depth chart by guys they were just bringing off the shelf just like oh i understand Bo scarborough and you know Wes hills i mean this guy's starting in front of ty johnson and when johnson would get out there he still wouldn't do very much i'm hoping he develops a little more becomes that third down back kind of like the theoretic that we had talked about um that's what i'm looking for so unless you know maybe next year he turns into something a little more but uh Maybe you know they got him in the draft. You know where they got him for that reason wasn't really much of a steal. Maybe that's where he actually was. But uh, hopefully, becomes you know some sort of diamond for this team. Uh, another guy I want to touch base on. Once again, I just mentioned him was Bo Scarborough. I know he had bounced around. I mean, he's not quite a journeyman yet. He had been on a few different rosters, but he really showed some stuff. He really ran hard. Um, there was a couple times where he was able to break some tackles where the hole closed on quickly. It seemed like the guy always fell forward. Um, he could be that big bruising back that the Lions are really looking for in short-yarded situations where, you know, it's, you know, third and one, third and two. You know you put him out on the field, and there's that actual option for him to run the ball to get the first down, where it's not one of those things where, okay, you know, it's third and short. We definitely need to pass it because we had, don't have a running game to get it there. He seems like one of those guys that he just runs hard. I like the way he plays. It might only get him a few years career simply because he does seem to run upright and Bang guys, and those running backs tend not last a long time. Uh, don't get me wrong, Frank Gore, he's been doing that for years, and he lasted. You know, he's very durable, but I'm not calling Bo Scarborough Frank Gore. But uh, he could be a guy, you know, that uh, sticks around for a few years. You know, bangs heads and becomes that powerful back that the Lions are looking for. Another guy um, I would like to see a little more of, and that's uh, Chelani Tavai. Uh, Once again, I know a lot of people weren't happy with the second-round pick, me included. Uh, I think that um, he's he's pretty good at stuff in the run. He really needs to improve his his coverage game. He does get picked on a lot when he's out there. Uh, You can see where it seems offenses offenses know to. You know, run like out routes on him. You know, up and outs, and he's he, he always seems to be a, a couple steps behind on that. Um, I know you can't improve foot speed, but it might be one of those things with him just being around um, a year or two. He's able to get a f- more feel for it, realize what offenses are trying to do to him, and he becomes a better player that way. I don't think, I I don't think the lines intended him to be that. You know, you know, two downs and out guy where third down they need to bring in a whole new linebacking crew, guys that can cover. I believe that they want to use him in coverage situations. It doesn't seem like they use them in a blitz, blitz, black, blitz packages very much, but uh, he could be one of those things where, you know, get him a couple more years. He could be, like I said, I know Derek laughs at me. He could be, you know, the poor man's Chris Spielman for this team, you know, out there, you know, being a leader on the defense, making tackles, smart guy, calling, calling the defense he could be that guy for this team but he just needs a little more seasoning so hopefully he's one of those defenders they took high he does turn into a diamond uh... last guy we you know i really want to touch base on i was you know happy when they got him and that's austin bryant the um... and from Clemson. I know he was on that defensive line with a lot of other talent that went really high in the draft, so he could have been maybe just a product of the other guys around him because, once again, you can't double-team everybody, and Clemson had a really great defensive line that he was on. But, you know, with him being injured, he hasn't got a whole lot of playing time, you know, with coming back later in the year. But um, hopefully it's one of those guys that really develops into something that the Lions really need. He can, you know, a guy that can get to quarterback, you know, um, maybe set the edge. He could be that guy. Um, I do not believe that he's going to turn into, you know, a Reggie White, a Lawrence Taylor. He's nothing like that. He, he's not that fast. But um, he could be a guy that's, you know, very durable out there, fits really, really nice in the rotation. So I, I have hopes for the guy. I don't want to call them a bust. I don't want to call any of these guys a bust, but uh all they need just need a little polishing, a little pressure and these guys could be, you know, turned from, you know, your your proverbial lump of coal where people just want to throw them in the trash heap and they're not happy with them, you know, someone's like, "Hey, this guy's a diamond." You know. Hopefully uh he just they're all not uh You know, they're all not misses. You know, I'm not saying they're all going to turn into diamonds, but, uh, you know, very productive players that become highly key, highly integral for the Lions' success in the years to come. So uh, with that being said, uh, before I talk about the last game of the season, the Packers, uh, let's uh, just take a break here and, um, you know, pause for our sponsors. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. Welcome back everybody. I'm once again uh here, it's uh, only Mike today here on this uh, wonderful Friday in the week between Christmas and New Year's. And uh we're do- here to talk about the final game of the season. I know early in the year, uh, a lot of us were hoping for this game to, you know, be uh the decider of the division. And uh you know, hopefully put a lot of pressure on the Packers, a lot of pressure on the Lions to win this game, you know, get a home playoff game, win the division, be there. We all really had high hopes going into this season. And, um, and unfortunately that hasn't come to fruition. I mean, with where we're at right here, this part of the season, I know a lot of us are just watching the game because we're fans and it's the last one of the season, the last Lions game of the season. And uh, we really want to see, maybe I'm going on a bright spot, you know, with some guys, you know, having good games, once again, not predicting a W here. I think it's going to be a real tough game for them, but I'll talk about that a little more in a second you know just to see some of these guys maybe I just talked about maybe there's a few other guys you want to see, you know, play instead. Maybe, you know, Galladay gets another touchdown or two. becomes that guy I know a lot of people were not happy that he was, you know, listed as an alternate for the Pro Bowl. But still, you know, one of those guys, uh, he's a you know, real bright spot of this offense. You know, it would be nice to see him going on, on a high note, have a good day and um you know, end the year with him in uh, you know, you know you know, with good memories. Same with carry on Johnson. It seemed like he, he, he did pretty good against the Broncos, you know, have him, you know, have another, you know, decent game, you know, come back, you know, from injury, you know, get some more playing time. It's all experience right now for him being in a second year. Um. So I know, like I said, we we're all hoping this would be a huge game, but you know, with what happened on Monday night in, in green Bay, I mean, me and Derek were there. I mean, we we're really crestfallen over it, you know, I said it before, I said it again, you know, I'm just tired of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's points where the guy's so good, but the guy gets so many freaking calls, and I know everybody's going to say, oh, you're just a Detroit homer. Come on, man, go back and watch the game. I mean, people putting videos out, all the pass interference calls that, you know, that Green Bay was, was you know, was getting, you know, we all know the back, of, the. Backyard the David Backyard me, his oh, Trey Flowers putting my hands on my face when everybody, you know, watches the highlight video and they say no. That's just Green Bay getting the calls that they always get. And um, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets pass interference calls and he does. I mean, don't get me wrong, he can put the you pa- can put the ball on the dime. But there's a lot of passes that he misses, and he just throws his hands up in the air, and the defensive backs and you know are like looking for the flag, and you know the wide receivers are looking for the flag, like pleading their case, and all of a sudden the back judge comes in or the side judge, oh yeah, like, yeah, okay, we'll listen to you. Here you go, here's the flag, pass interference, and Green Bay continues a drive. You know he's just got he's just very smug, and you know, gosh, it's it's bad when your family doesn't even like you, but. I I don't I don't I don't even know I mean Green Green Bay fans you know love him obviously but uh, I just gosh, he's just so smug and he just bugs the daylights out of me but uh, he's gonna this is gonna be a game where Green Bay needs this game everybody's maybe hoping like maybe they wouldn't have to play any starters but they're still in contention for that number one seed in the NFC. I know it's one of those things where they have a little bit of work to do. They're going against San Francisco for that number one seed. So this is going to be a game that Green Bay is going to have to come out and play. I mean, they're they're going to play their starters. They can't rest them. I mean, I'm sure if something happens where it becomes a blowout, they're going to pull guys, you know, once they feel they have the game in hand. If they feel they have the game in hand, you know, they're going to, you know, pull those guys, you know, hopefully get them some rest. But, um, Hopefully, it's, maybe it's one of those things where I don't want to, you know, once again, never wish injuries on anybody, but maybe it's one of those things where, you know, it happens kind of like last year where the Lions, you know, put a good hit on Aaron Rodgers and you see him walking off the field and going over to the tent to, uh, you know, get checked out. You know, once again, you know, I, I don't, I'm not looking to end anybody's career, but, you know, if something happens where he had to leave the game a little early just for precautionary reasons, you know, where he was perfectly healthy next year, I would be fine with that. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where Green Bay does have, you know, some okay offensive weapons, pretty good. I mean, they got, uh, once again, everybody knows Devontae Adams on the on the outside. He's probably their main number one guy. I, th- I personally think he's just an average wide receiver. I think the Green Bay Packers of the past have had much better wide receivers than this guy, but it's one of those things where, you know, he gets a lot of hype because he plays in Green Bay and there's a big fan base and Aaron Rodgers is quarterback and he's made a couple catches. So everything's, you know, Devontae Adams all of a sudden the next Sterling Sharp up there in Green Bay. And I really like Sterling Sharp. The guy was great. He just had that neck injury. But, uh, yeah, I just, I think overall if he was on, you know, some other teams I don't think he would be get as much hype and pub as I, I think he gets. Um, same with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is that running back where it seems like Green Bay never has that stud, you know, workhorse running back that kind of just kind of filter through them. I think Aaron Jones is the next in that line. And I know people are going to, like, yell and scream at me if Packers fans are listening to this. And if you are listening to this and you want to touch me, touch base with me, give me a hit at uh, at DKC, or feel free to call in on the line at 989-272-3484. But, uh, I mean, what you guys had what, years ago, I think your number one back was, what, Edgar Bennett? I mean, that was, was kind of more the, you know, he wasn't he wasn't a game-breaking stud i mean he he wasn't you know paul horning for you guys or anything like that and he was a decent running back but you know you guys green bay doesn't have that really stud workhorse grinded out running back i mean aaron jones got some quicks he's he's quick through the hole if anybody watched the uh monday night game against minnesota you saw some flashes of that as well um i know the lines run defense you know hasn't been you know at times it looks pretty stout and other times there's just some big breakdowns um there's sometimes uh, against Denver, Detroit had some breakdowns on the run, and I'm afraid Aaron Jones is going to be able to exploit that same those same things that uh, Detroit's defense does. And I, and I realize that Detroit's defense does have some younger guys out there. They're missing a lot of guys, and you know, guys are hurt and banged up. And and I know everybody uses that mantra: "Next man up, next man up." Yeah, every team does that. Next man up. You know, that's. Everybody does that, so you're not breaking any ground by, you know, using that mantra. So Detroit's, you know, they're going to have to scheme something up, you know, try to slow down Aaron Jones, because we all know Detroit's offense at this point is not designed to get into a shootout with anybody, and I don't even know if Detroit's offense at this time is really designed to go on, like, really, really long drives So if you know, we're talking like, you know, 15, 16 plays, you know, 80-some-yard drives and holding the ball for 8, 9, 10 minutes. I I don't think Detroit's offense is designed to do that. And, um, even with Green Bay's defense, I feel Green Bay's defense, they're average. I don't think they're world beaters. I mean, they're not the old Lombardi's Packers defenses or not even some of those defenses that were on the team like when they won the Super Bowl, went to the Super Bowl, when they had those guys, you know, Reggie White, Leroy Butler, you know, was on the team. Um, gosh, I can't even think. You know, Bryce Pop, you know, guys like that. And when those guys, I don't think they have anybody that really stands out like that. Um I mean they're they're a solid defense and Detroit's offense, you know, it's struggled, you know, against Denver. I mean, it's really been struggling just with all the injuries that they've had. And I, I don't see Detroit Detroit's going to need some short fields. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, what he threw, a, what a pick or two against Minnesota. He generally doesn't do that. He's generally a guy who loves to throw the ball away as opposed to trying to throw the throw it into a tight window. So I don't see Detroit's might have to like get lucky with a pick here or there. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is feeling himself, and you know, hey, I can beat these guys. Maybe disrespects them a little bit, takes them for granted, and just you know, wants to sling the ball around. And Detroit's maybe able to get a pick or two. Um, maybe like early in the year, the Lions are able to maybe punch the ball out. You know, the, you know, the Lions were having real early success with that. And um, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot of that. You know, I, as the year is worn on, I think other teams have become wise to that and have done a lot better of protecting the ball against Detroit when they have it. But Detroit's going to have to get some short fields to be able to score here. Um, Now, Once again, we know what the offense, you know, once again, I was, you know, I know after Blau against, uh, you know, on Thanksgiving in Chicago, I mean, I was a product of the moment saying this guy, you know, deserves a couple more chances and a couple more looks. Well, obviously defenses have you know adjusted to him, seen what his flaws are. He's looked very, very pedestrian the last number of weeks, and and he is what he is at this point. I you know the guy's got snaps. He's played he's played a number of games, and I don't want to hear, well, oh, give him the full compliment of talent out there. Give him that. I mean, I'm afraid he he would do the same thing if you had the number one every number one player out there for Detroit. He would look exactly the same. Um, he, you know, he gets a little pressure in his face, and he wildly throws the ball. Um, yeah, I think as of right now, he still has trouble reading defenses. Um, I think Chicago, that Thanksgiving game, was playing very vanilla defense for him. He was able to take advantage of it. As obviously, as the seasons worn on, and he's played these last number of games, defense is like, okay, we're going to start disguising stuff, and that's what's happened. And this team, the offense just looks just so pedestrian, very difficult to watch, and. I, even with carry on back, with even with you know Kenny Galladay out there, you know Jesse James the Outlaw, you know obviously that guy's you know on the lam because nobody that guy you know makes maybe one catch a game or one catch every two three games. I was very, you know once again another free agent signing I've been very very disappointed in. I, I thought this guy was going to do a lot better, but he really hasn't done anything for this team at all. You know, it's like, where have you been? I know the offensive line's been banged up for the for the Lions. You know, Rick Wagner's out. They're probably going to play with Crosby again. Um, you know, and uh, Taylor Deckers. You know, he he's out there. You know, once again, I know me and Derek have had these you know talks about him, and so I'm not going to belabor that point. But uh, it's one of those things where Detroit's really going to have to get lucky on this. They're going to have to really play above themselves to beat these guys. Because gosh, I would love it if they beat Green Bay, and I know that a lot of people are like, "Well, you want to play for the draft pick," and I got that. You know, I understand that. But if they were just to go in there and wipe the smug look off Aaron Rodgers' face with him jaw with his jaw like hitting the ground, gosh, I w- I would love that. that would just be something special just the highlight of the year I mean everybody can say this is the Lions Super Bowl I mean we've said that a number of years where the Lions have had disappointing years like oh this is their Super Bowl let's go out there and let's win this game and you know play really hard and it it could be one of those games where the Lions do keep it close you know this game is close into the fourth quarter as opposed to you know being over by halftime And, and it's one of those things the last game of the year and and hopefully the lines just want to leave a good, a good taste in like fans' mouth. And you know the, you know Martha sent the letter out. You know this is what we're looking to do for next year. This is why we're trying, to, what we're trying to do. But uh, and, you know myself, a lot of people I know, they're just, they're they're starting to get jaded with like the same stuff. And it's a, a pretty hard year to swallow. It, it really is high expectations for this team. You know handpicked coach. So. You know, at this point, you know, go out there. You know, I know everybody's like, oh, Chase Young's there. You know, you know, we can get Chase Young. And and I know me and Derek are going to have conversations about him and upcoming shows. But, gosh, I would just love it if they went out there and beat Green Bay. Gosh, because I really can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Gosh, he just drives me freaking nuts you know, it's just, he always seems to come through and he'll get a call. I mean, we all have seen the phantom face mask call, and, you know, in one play where it, like, it led to one more play and he got the, you got the Hail Mary that, you know, beat the Lions and, you know, it just seen so many times where he, like, pass the ball and just throws his, you know, his arm up in the air, and all of a sudden, like, on Jordy Nelson. Like, Jordy Nelson, once again, he'd be an average wide receiver every, every place else, but, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers made him great. Jordy Nelson got a lot of pass interference calls as well, you know, watching those games. I mean, so, man, forget Jordy Nelson. He went to Oakland, like, and he was just absolutely nothing. And it was like, well, he was at the end of his career. No, he was at Oakland. You know, if he was still in Green Bay, he still would have been getting those calls, so. It, you know, and you know, Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, we're happy to be back on top. You guys aren't gonna leave the top. I mean, it's gonna be one of those things where, you know, like I said, you, the the trophy is named after your former coach. Gosh, Oy. Lions, just do all Lions fans a favor. Just go out there, just win this game. You know, who cares if we fall like three or four, five draft spots? I mean go out there and do it. Everybody knows how I feel. Prospects are suspect until they do something. So, I don't care if you're trying to draft the highest up or whatever and just just go out there and just win this game. You know, give us a little bit of something. Something. And you know, I mean, talking about a Christmas miracle what, what that would be. I mean, just it would just be an utter Christmas miracle for the Lions to go out there and win this game on Sunday. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. I don't want to say it's going to be a raucous crowd. This might be one of those crowds where it seems like more and more Packers fans are there because it's a short drive. A lot of people were able to buy, you know, tickets and say, you know, it seemed like the last home game there was a lot more fans there for the other team than what there were Lions fans. And, you know, so they just might not be showing up. You know, the weather's not supposed to be bad. Like I said, it's supposed to be like mid-40s and it's not even rainy but still, I mean, it's one of those things where I don't think Lions fans really want to drive down there and see this team, you know, so they might be selling their tickets to Packers fans. So it might be one of those things that at some point in the, in the game, you're going to hear louder, louder cheers for Packers fans, you know, from Packers fans than you will Lions fans for, for the good that's being done. So, you know, this is one of those games where, like I said, it's going to be tough. The Packers got to... They, they got to go out there, you know, and, and play well to win this game, to keep that number one spot, you know, in the NFC Open. You know, I was watching, you know, NFL Network earlier this week. They kept showing all these clips, showing the, uh, you know, how you know, Matt LaFleur talking about how getting the home game in Green Bay would be such a huge thing. And, you know, in January, getting the teams out there in the cold and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I mean, yeah, okay, we've heard that all before, you know, it, it, Teams have went up. To, teams have went up into Green Bay in January and won. So let's not act like they're the most unbeatable team up there. Especially that team. Once again, I think their defense is pretty pedestrian, and their offense, you know, it can it it can be slowed down. It's tougher in Green Bay because once again they get more calls in Green Bay. But uh, you know, Green Bay can be beat up there. So, um, but once again, here Green Bay is going to come out. I think they're going to do their best to put this game away early. I don't know. I think it's going to be one of those games. Maybe the Lions keep it close up until halftime, and then Green Bay pulls away in the second half. Um, I'm going to give this once again. Give this one to Green Bay. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to win this one. I'm going to say they're they're going to win this one, 24 to 10. I know that's you know that's you know two touchdowns, but the way this offense has been struggling, Green Bay needing to win this game. I think Green Bay is going to win this one 24 to 10. And it's going to end on a sour note for us Lions fans. And, you know, we'll put all of our, you know, eggs toward the uh, the draft basket. And hopefully the Lions can replenish the uh, the team with, you know, some good stud, good stud draft picks and, you know, free agency coming up and uh, filling a few holes that this team has. And, um, you know, come out next year swinging and uh, put a lot, uh, lot better season together than what this one was. So, you know, with that being said, it's close to New Year, and I mean, I want to tell everybody, I want you all to have a Happy New Year. Um, You know, be safe out there. Um, Just made me think about you know, going into the New Year. Um, There's probably a few Lions players that, you know, are going to be happy for the New Year when it rolls around as well. You know, guys that didn't have quite the season that we were hoping they have, or maybe they thought they were going to have. And um, so it really makes me think, you know, there's a few guys I just want to touch base on. I mean, some are pretty obvious, you know, when other ones maybe not so much but uh I, I think one guy's gonna be really happy for the new year once again it's Matt Stafford um obviously the season you know didn't go the way he wanted to go I mean once he injured his back again we all were reading things throughout the year how he was you know just chomping at the get, bit to get back in doctors wouldn't clear him um after at one point it just became for the best that he you know you know sat out this year because this guy was really really thriving under Darryl Bevel. We saw rejuvenation. The offense was really power, you know, real powerful. And still I think even you know up to like 3 4 weeks ago, this offense was you know rated, you know, in the top 10, you know, based on Matt Stafford doing what Matt Stafford was doing. So him coming back, you know, a couple key pieces you know, maybe another addition at some point. I'm not saying a high draft pick for running game, but maybe somebody to compliment. on Johnson, maybe even if it's Bo Scarborough, if they feel it's him. I know there's a couple good stud young running backs coming out in the draft that maybe that the Lions could land. Um... That would you know just help this offense more production out of T.J. Hawkinson, another year under his belt, seeing some more. Uh, you know, maybe you know we you know the lines resign. You know, Danny Amendola seemed to have a productive year for the team, and um, who knows what's going to happen with the other wide receivers on this team. But I think Matt Stafford's going to be pretty excited going into next year, especially with where this team where he kind of had this team offensively, and um, he'll be happy for the new year's start. Uh, the next one I yeah, I want to talk about this one's got to be pretty obvious. That's a uh, Deshaun Hand, injured most of the year. Um, guy had a, had a good year the year before, really showed us something. Um, you, I, I think he was pretty integral part of this defense. And then you know he just got hurt and he just couldn't get over the injury bug this year. He came back, he looked you know productive, you know for, you know for the one game, and then you know he got hurt again, couldn't play again, then ultimately ended up on IR. So. Deshaun Hand, you know, heal up. The guy's going to be ready to come back next year. Show, you know, Lions fans what what he can do. You know, show this team what he can do. He was really, uh, you know, kind of a surprise. And you know, I think he really wants to build on that. Doesn't want to be known maybe as a one-year wonder. And I don't even know if if even you could count him as a one-year wonder. He was, you know, pretty much a, he was a pleasant surprise. And uh, you know, going in going into this year, we thought he would do more, but that injury, he just couldn't get over the injury bug. So I'm pretty positive that he's going to be happy for the new year. Next guy, uh, probably happy for a new year, and that's uh, Justin Coleman. Um, he's had flashes where he's looked really, really good this year and said, okay, yeah, this is, you know, this is the money that, you know, we paid him and he's he's been worth it. But then there's other ones where he's just, he's just getting beat and, like, you know, and you were supposed to be, like, the number one nickel guy. And, you know, I know I harp on it. And, you know, you know me and Derek, you know, kind of got an argument on it. But, you know, he got picked on a lot by Hunter Renfro out in Oakland. It's like, how does that happen? I mean, Hunter Renfro, he's you know decent wide receiver coming out of Clemson when, you know, late-around pick. But still, I mean, you were supposed to be that widely veteran being able to take this, you know, you know, those routes away. But Hunter Renfro had his way with you. And it seems like Coleman's had some other games where you just, you're left scratching your head going, what are you doing? You know, I wish Derek was here to play that clip. Though. What are you doing? Because I, 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 this guy, I don't think he, he was worth the money that we paid him this year. So hopefully when the calendar flips, you know, he comes out next year and he shows, like, this is why, you know, you guys gave me that amount of money. This is why, you know, I am, you know, you know what you guys are paying me. You know, shutting down the nickel spot. So, you know, I, I'm it's another guy. You know, when the calendar flips, he's going to be pretty happy. And then the last guy... I think, you know, it's got to be carry on Johnson, carry um, on Johnson. Once again, you know, I don't think he wants to get that mantra of being a China doll, but you know, his first couple of years, he's had injuries. Um, I think he was really happy to get back against Denver and he's going to be, you know, happy, you know, to play against green Bay, but stay healthy. You know, I really, I really would like the lions to like limit his carries. Don't go into the off season, you know, injured again and, you know, come out, you know, next year, you know, get ready for next year, you know, get him the touches, get him the you know, Get him the uh, the looks at defenses, so, you know, picking up blitzes, you know, things like that. But, uh, you know, getting some more reps. But, gosh, you know, just kind of limit his reps. You know, let's keep him healthy. There's other guys, you know, that are here running the ball that probably won't be here next year. And, you know, let them guys, you know, go out there and take the beating from the Green Bay Packer defense. You know, don't have this guy that you want to use as an integral part of the running game in the seasons coming up to have him go out there and just, you know, get beat on, you know, in a meaningless game against Green Bay. So I know the next season is going to be rolled around. The calendar is going to flip. Kerryon Johnson is going to come into training camp, you know, you know, just aiken to show everybody what he can do you know show that he is the number one guy you know quiet the talk of you know let's cut this guy get somebody else you know give the ball to this guy more go and sign this free agent draft this running back he's going to come in here with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder to prove that he can stay healthy you know and, and run the ball that he will be an integral part of this team so um hopefully you know these guys you know all you know turn out into you know the injury they'll get over the injury bug they improve from what they did this year and uh you know um the lions have a better season next year um and, you know once again with that being said i appreciate you all listening you know once again uh it's a tough year for the lions you know one we'll all be lions fans from here on out you know drink it in man i i don't have the uh Clip like Derek does, but uh once again, you know, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at at DKC. Call into the line at nine eight nine-272-3484. And uh, once again, this is listening to me this on Friday. Everybody have a safe and happy new year. Back This game is over. It is over! What a comeback by the lions! Drink it in, man.